Watch that time clock. It's y'all. We're back for another week of exciting shows. The show that it is all about the South. This is Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. Good to have you back here as we begin a new odyssey here this week. I'm your host, John Rawl. You can find us on the web at y'all.com. Our number is 803-816-1170. Twitter, Instagram, at y'all show. And on the streaming apps, you can find us, iHeartRadio, the iTunes podcast, TuneIn Radio app, all free of charge. Simply search for y'all show. And this show is awaiting your free download right when you want it it's the show that's taken over the southeast this is the y'all show and we've got an exciting monday edition we'll let you know about some news headlines and believe it or not mother nature is going to be our first story here today give you a little heads up about a tropical disturbance we've got that news as well as more things going on across the south here today hashtag hullabaloo is coming up in the next segment found some fun stuff some good gifs there too all that coming up in hashtag hullabaloo. And at the end of this hour, it's the Y'all Street Business Report, and we have a very special guest. Jennifer D. Dobbs is the Executive Director of Arts Bridge Foundation, and that is in the Atlanta and Cobb County, Georgia area. She's going to come on and let us know about this tremendous organization that's making a difference in the lives of youngsters around not only metro Atlanta, but in surrounding states. That's coming up. Jennifer D. Dobbs of Artsbridge in our Y'all Street Business Report. When we turn over to page two and hour two of Y'all, we'll have the hour start off a little golf talk. And I got called up to the big leagues on Sunday. I got to attend the WGC FedEx St. Jude golf tournament in Memphis. And I was able to kind of go out there and I think I walked about 72 holes in about six hours i walked all over that darn golf course now to my credit or to my luck i should say this is like not far from the mississippi river so therefore it's not really hilly there at the south wind golf course outside of memphis and so don't feel too bad for me that i had to walk so much but and also it was in the 80s for the most part on sunday in memphis and i didn't have to withstand what could have been triple digit temperatures as they've experienced in memphis in the not too distant past brooks kepka picked up the big win in memphis i saw him tap in on the 18th to win and i'm going to weigh in with some thoughts on the saint jude classic there in memphis and i'm actually mad i lied to y'all I told you great things about Searsucker and this tournament in Memphis on Friday and at the end of last week, and they did not give Brooks Kepka, at least publicly, the Searsucker sport coat for winning the FedEx St. Jude Classic. And I am mad, mad, mad. But I did have some good times out there, and I actually got to talk with John Rahm's future mother-in-law. I'll tell you about that as the Spaniard did quite well, finished in the top 10, really missed out on a chance to kind of get in there into the top of the deal. Hey, Webb Simpson, the North Carolinian, had a tremendous final round, and he finished number two in the FedEx St. Jude WGC tournament. More on that coming up in hour two. We'll also let you know about a crazy weekend in other sports, including football, and we have a alabama crimson tide player that's decided this past weekend you know i don't think i want to play for alabama anymore and they've got practice starting this week so we'll let you know about that 
And we'll also have all kinds of other sports news all coming your way in the second hour. And then the teller of tales, Jerry Short, will be back. And speaking of sports and SEC sports like Alabama football, hey, how about LSU football? LSU, it's always a great time to go down to Death Valley and watch an LSU Tiger football game. But now that alcohol sales will be authorized and legal at Death Valley this fall, Jerry Short, who has been to many a football game at Death Valley, LSU, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, most of which have been back in the 50s and 60s. And it was hard to tell if alcohol wasn't permitted back then or not inside Tiger Stadium. And Jerry literally got the you-know-what kicked out of him and beat out of him at least once there at Tiger Stadium. And he's going to kind of share with you some of those memories of getting – just beat it beat up like a like a uh, i don't purple and gold he got beat up purple and gold just at lsu there's no better way to say it and he'll be on to tell you about that and, and i'll go through all the new rules surrounding alcohol sales at lsu this is the first sec team that i'm aware of that is ready to serve alcohol this fall and they've come out with some policies and such so if you're planning on going to baton rouge to see lsu i'll give you all the things you need to know for alcohol sales inside Tiger Stadium. And that'll be on Short Stories with Jerry Short coming up in hour two. And that's today on Y'all. We've got fun going on throughout the week. Hey, on Y'all Tuesday, Howie Morgan will be back on. He's with Election Impact Group. He's going to talk about the upcoming governor's race in Mississippi, Kentucky, Louisiana. In fact, next Tuesday, one week from tomorrow in the Magnolia State, People will go to polls and have the primary for governor's race and other statewide elections going on in Mississippi. That's next week. He'll also weigh on on Matt Bevin in Kentucky and what's going on with John Bell Edwards in Louisiana. All that with Howie Morgan on Tuesday's Y'all Show. And, of course, we'll have our barbecue barrister back on Tuesday's Y'all Show, Matt Hermans. And we've got a special assignment for him. He's got to help us kind of break down all the butcher options when you go into your local butcher shop. What all does this stuff mean? I just recently got a menu for a butcher shop, and I knew about what half of what they were saying, but the other half, it was over my head, and the barrister is going to help fill us in on what exactly that means. So all that's on the Tuesday Y'all Show. Wednesday Y'all Show, we'll have ACC Talk, and we're hoping to be back in Nashville on Wednesday, and we'll be broadcasting on Music Row, if all things work out, with Precious Harris, and she's going to bring on a few friends of hers who are up-and-coming singers to sit down and play alongside me right here on the Wednesday Y'all Show. So that's just some of the fun stuff we've got coming your way right here on Y'all this very week. All right, let's start off with news headlines from across the South. And here we are talking Mother Nature once again, as hurricane forecasters are watching a tropical wave that could head towards South Florida this very week. And it's almost August. Things may about be about to start picking up in the tropical Atlantic. The National Hurricane Center, as of late Sunday, watching this tropical wave southeast of Puerto Rico that could move northwestward and affect that island and possibly South Florida into next week. The tropical wave has only about a 20% chance of development over the next five days. And the National Weather Service in Miami said it was too soon to say what impact, if any, it could have on south florida but we're trying to get ahead of all things here on the y'all show to give you even stuff that will fizzle out we just want to let you know there's that possibility so you can go ahead and make your plans perhaps you're somewhere well away from south florida 
in Kentucky, Missouri, Oklahoma, Texas, but you're planning a trip to South Florida, let's say early next week, hey, we're just trying to let you know there's something potentially that's going to interfere with your travel plans as hurricane forecasters are indeed watching this tropical wave that could impact South Florida. But again, it will be early next week. A man who was 11 years old 21 years ago back in 1998, and in 1998, he and a friend fatally shot four students and a teacher at their Jonesboro, Arkansas Middle School. Well, this young man, 11 years old in 98, Drew Grant, who was 33 years old, he has died in a car crash in northeastern Arkansas. This release coming from the Arkansas Highway and the state police there. And Grant had legally changed his name from Andrew Golden to Drew Grant and been living in Jackson, Missouri. He died around seven, uh, right around 9 p.m. Central Time Saturday evening. The vehicle he was driving in crashed head on into another vehicle on Highway 167 near Cave City, which is about 100 miles north of Little Rock. And he was a passenger riding in that car. The driver of the second vehicle, identified as Daniel Petty, 59, of Essex, Missouri, was also killed in the crash, according to Arkansas State Police preliminaries summary of the wreck. Three other people, including two adults and a child, were also injured in the wreck. And in 1998, this man and Mitchell Johnson, who were 11 and 13 respectively, set off a fire alarm on March 24, 1998, and shot at people as they evacuated from Westside Middle School in Jonesboro, which is about 100 miles northeast of Little Rock, also about 70 miles to the northwest of Memphis, Tennessee. And they killed 12-year-olds Paige Herring, Stephanie Johnson, and 11-year-olds Brittany Varner and Natalie Brooks, and a teacher, Shannon Wright. And now this man who, in 2017, a judge presiding over a lawsuit filed by the victims, awarded those victims $150 million in damages and they were tried as juveniles and were expected to remain in custody until the age of 21, but they were released in 2005. And again, one of these killed over the weekend in a car crash, Drew Grant, now 33 years old at the time that he did this killing as a youngster. He was named Andrew Golden. A disturbing story coming from the Grand Strand of South Carolina as a father and a son were killed in a shooting at the Bell Terry Plaza on Friday night, these two men owned Waccamaw Bingo off of U.S. 501, according to the deputy coroner of O'Ree County, Michelle McSpadden. Both men died of gunshot wounds, and the suspect is on the lam at, in this developing story. So, again, this happened in the Myrtle Beach area as two men gunned down in a bingo parlor there. I didn't know these things were even still legal in South Carolina, but evidently so. And it was a father, a 73-year-old, Steve Johnson Sr., and his son, 46-year-old Stephen Sparky Johnson Jr., killed in this shooting outside of Myrtle Beach over the weekend. And a disturbing story there. Now, I have a personal connection to this, as this man who was killed has a son who is a friend of my first cousin's son in South Carolina. And the man actually had a child of his own before he died here this past weekend who was accidentally killed in a gunshot incident some time ago. And so a rough thing for the the mother of this case, who's now lost her husband, lost her father-in-law, and then lost a son in an accidental shooting sometime in the past. So please keep this family 
and your thoughts and prayers there, the Johnson family in South Carolina. My cousin is going to officiate the funeral for the 46-year-old Sparky Johnson later in the week. And I'm sure there's probably a GoFundMe set up or something to help out the Johnson family in this very troubling story. Alabama is seeking to preserve the last slave ship wreckage as the state filed a claim in federal court to preserve the wreckage of the last ship known to bring enslaved people from Africa to the United States as the Alabama Historical Commission filed a claim in Mobile for the Clotilda, which was discovered earlier this year. The commission said in a statement that the action is an attempt to prevent salvagers from disturbing the ship or taking artifacts from it. By preserving the Clotilda, Alabama has the opportunity to preserve a piece of history. It's a prime example of an artifact that deserves our respect and remembrance. That coming from a statement from the governor of the Yellowhammer State, Kay Ivey. In 1860, a year before the Civil War broke out, this wooden ship illegally transported 110 people from what is now the West African nation of Benin to Mobile, Alabama. The Clotilda was then taken into the Delta waters north of Mobile Bay and burned to avoid detection of this illegal trip. The captives were later freed after the Civil War, and they ended up settling in a community called Africa Town. And now, just I can't believe this thing went undetected for over 150 years, but the scientists did discover the Clotilda earlier this year. And this is a great thing, and hopefully it will be well-preserved, and these darn salvagers won't go in there and destroy this true historic relic along Mobile Bay. This story coming from Florida is a story that you don't hear a lot of. A Sunshine State man has been arrested on charges of burglary of a dwelling after he rode a horse to break into a home in Pasco County, Florida. The sheriff's office now has 52-year-old Lonnie Maddox, who's nicknamed The Rooster, and they've also got his horse in custody, a horse named Angel. As I'm, not, I'm kidding on that. I assume they've done something with Angel the horse. But Mr. Maddox and his horse Angel were seen on security footage wandering through the Newport Ritchie, Florida property of a resident there. And footage showed Maddox opening a screen porch and attempting to get in the padlock front door. He eventually gave up and tried entering through a back window, breaking it and causing $100 worth of damages. Soon after, Ferguson noticed that Maddox on his security camera and called the local sheriff's office before the officers arrived. The horse wandered away and was separated from Maddox. That's good. Hey, horse, stay away from your owner here, the rooster, Mr. Lonnie Maddox. But this man in jail after being arrested for burglarizing a home in Florida. See, yeah, just can't create this stuff yet. You got to believe it for yourself. Now, how about Florida? Florida growing to 22 million residents by the year 2022. That is an estimate that's just been released as state demographers have estimated the Sunshine State's population will indeed surpass 22 million residents in just a few years by 2022. The forecasts were released earlier this month by the Demographics Estimating Conference and they estimate that Florida will grow an average of 330,000 people a year over the next five years. And currently with 21.3 million people, Florida is the nation's third most populous state, trailing only California and Texas. And of course, hey, Florida's a nice place to live, right? And no wonder so many people want to live there. Plus, it doesn't hurt 
that they don't have a state income tax in the state of Florida. Down to some news coming from Texas, a nearly $350,000 fire truck that was delivered to a West Texas fire department just last month has now gone up in flames during a test drive to check the brakes. And in Snyder, Texas, the fire chief there, Perry Westmoreland, said that the new pumper truck was destroyed a day earlier while being tested out in Abilene. And the rig, which was put into service only on June 19th, was driven Thursday to a Freightliner dealer for warranty work. And a mechanic and a driver took the truck out to evaluate the brakes when they heard a boom, got out and saw a rear tire on fire. The flames then spread. Luckily, nobody was hurt. Snyder, Texas, by the way, is 80 miles southeast of Lubbock. And luckily, I think they've got this thing insured and they'll be able to get a replacement truck. But hey, who comes out and puts out the flames when a $350,000 fire truck goes up ablaze? I wonder if the Snyder Fire Department had an extra fire truck around for that one and finally as we continue on with our y'all here on this monday how about this story coming from tennessee as a woman who stayed at the hampton inn memphis walnut grove in the baptist hospital east area she stayed at this hotel and woke up friday with a snake on her arm and melinda major told the local memphis fox affiliate I felt something across my arm this morning i looked over it and it was a snake it was laid out across my arm and she said that she quickly shook off the garden snake and it landed back on the bed. And I jumped on up on the desk and called the front office for them to come. And I think the staff there at the Hampton Inn, Memphis Walnut Grove, they got there and removed the snake immediately and alerted pest control. Hopefully this woman got a room comped. Not exactly what you want to wake up to if you can help it at all. And it was a harmless garden snake. But nobody wants to wake up to that anywhere in their home or at a Hampton Inn. And hopefully this woman, Miss Major, will be able to sleep a little bit better once she's well out of Memphis and no longer close to this hotel in the Bluff City. Well, that will wrap up our news headlines on today's Y'all Show. Hey, when we come back, we've got hashtag hullabaloo. You're going to enjoy the fun. And then later this hour, Jennifer D. Dobbs will be on from the Arts Bridge Foundation in Atlanta. And we'll have her as part of our Y'all Street Business Report. Hang on. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. 
Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 8282. That's promo code 8282 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. It's hashtag hullabaloo time on this Monday edition of the show that's all about the South, y'all. And let's start it off with a tweet from Inspired Southerner at Inspired underscore South. We tell real stories about the South. The owner of that site is at Kara Kennedy, based in Birmingham, and an inspired Southerner. And she writes this week, Peach Cobbler, a Southern staple. Hashtag food. Well, we will not go against you, inspired Southerner. We love our peach cobbler, especially in July. And hey, if you're not hearing this until a few more days, if it's August, we still love our peach cobbler. Lakin Ayaparo is on Twitter at O Ayaparo, a consultant management real estate broker, a speaker, and author, and is with the hashtag unlocking your potential. Okay. Well, this is what Lakin put out here this week. I guess I am still country. Missed the trips to Walmarts and county. I said Walmarts with an S. Missed the trips to Walmarts, county fair, Stone Mountain Laser Show, hay rides in late October. Just camping out with friends in the darn cold. And I cleared that up. Uh, campfire stories, s'mores, flag football, and those Sunday brunch after service days. Hashtag America. Hashtag Southern. Sounds kind of like a commercial, doesn't it? For the y'all show. Lincoln, thank you very much. Let's go back and recap. So I guess I'm still country. I go, does, does being country mean you like going to Walmart? Well, sign me up. Can I sign y'all up for that too? Do y'all like going to Wally World? Oh, then your country and of course your southern too. Going to the county fair. Reminder at y'all.com. Go there. We have kind of rolled out over the last week and a half all the county and state fairs that are worth noting across 16 southern states. Check that out if you will. Also, according to Lincoln, the Stone Mountain Laser Show. And if you don't know about that in Georgia, the historic place there a state park in georgia stone mountain they have this unbelievable laser show that goes on throughout some of the summer months and it is well worth it if you're able to get to that corner of atlanta and check out the laser show there at stone mountain park in georgia all right also according to leak and this is something that we got to wait a little while for hay rides in late october luckily a lot of the south have really come up with these things around halloween where you can go out and do the corn mazes 
a lot of those same places offer hay rides. And I don't suggest a hay ride right here at the end of July. Too many skeeters, too much heat. But come October when you can put on a light jacket and the sun's just right and the leaves are just right, a hay ride is a great thing to do. And thank you, Lincoln, for bringing that reminder to us that we're only a couple months away now from Halloween and October. Also, just camping out with friends in the darn cold. Well, that's a little bit longer for you to have to wait for that. But yeah, that's something you could do in your country and Southern if you can do that. And if you're doing that, according to Lincoln Campfire Stories, oh, we like that. Also, camping out, camping out means you can have some s'mores. That sounds like a great thing here. Flag football is always fun and always in style. We love football here in Dixie. And finally, that Sunday brunch after church service. Now, that is about as country and Southern as it comes and leaking, you are right on the money with your unlocking your potential here on the Y'all Show. Thank you for those wonderful tweets. Michelle Owens is on Twitter at NCMO1971. Michelle, a writer, a writer mentor, an editor and marketer, serious and silly shack up here, T-hating Southerner, preacher's daughter, mom, partner, survivor, I snort when I laugh. Michelle, thank you for the colorful description of who the heck you are. Michelle, this week on Twitter, she writes, So how do you keep backstory from weighing down the front story? The Southern woman in me feels like I've got to give every unnecessary detail of the past before I can write the present. Hashtag writing community. Well, I guess, Michelle, you're out there writing some kind of some kind of story, a novel, some kind of memoir, and you are kind of letting us know here part of the struggle of being a southern writer how do you keep the backstory from weighing down the front story well i can't really help you on that i've not penned a novel yet i'm still working on it that means i really hadn't started but yeah she says this southern woman in me feels like i got to give every unnecessary detail of the past before i can write the present yeah that's the problem with writing you have that blank page in front of you and do you want to fill it up with unnecessary things hey that's part of the challenge and the good ones and michelle i know you probably are a very good writer you're going to figure that problem out and you're going to put it down and maybe you'll have the next bestseller and we can say here on the y'all show we told you all about it southern heathen is on twitter and this is at ml rivers 214 we've covered southern heathen's thoughts before as Southern Heathen is a musician, a former radio DJ, and a writer for thelocalvoice.net. And I'm going to tell you about the profile picture for ML Rivers 214 and Southern Heathen on Twitter because it's a profile pic of Grizzly Adams, okay? But let me get to the tweet, then I'll come back to Grizzly Adams in case you don't know who Grizzly Adams is. According to Southern Heathen, sure do love that sound. Beautiful day here in Dixie. It can stay like this year-round for all I care. Hashtag country life. Hashtag southern. Hey, you know, southern heathen is kind of like our previous tweet coming from Leakin. And they're both country and southern. And there's nothing wrong with that. So, yeah, they love that sound. In fact, I listened to the sound as ML Rivers 214 put a video link to what he's talking about when he says he sure do sure does love that sound on the beautiful day here in Dixie. And he can hear this year-round for all he cares. Well, guess what? That country lifestyle and that southern sound that he put out there, is a it's a crepe myrtle tree 
kind of moving along in the wind. But you'll hear in the background plenty of crickets chirping and also birds chirping. It's a relaxing, beautiful little video from Southern Heathen, and we thank you for that. Now, let's talk about Grizzly Adams. Again, that's the profile picture for Southern Heathen on Twitter. Now, if you grew up in the late 70s, you probably are very familiar, or you were alive in the late 70s, you're probably very familiar with the life and times of Grizzly Adams. This was first a movie and then an NBC television series that ran in 1977 and 1978. First, the movie. It starred a relatively unknown guy named Dan Haggerty. Dan Haggerty died three years ago at the age of 74. But it also starred, hey, it, it starred Uncle Jesse from the Dukes of Hazard. Before he was Uncle Jesse, he was Mad Jack on the life and times of Grizzly Adams. Of course, Denver Powell is who we're talking about. Denver Powell was in a bunch of stuff from Twilight Zone to other TV shows of the 50s and 60s. And do y'all remember on the life and times of Grizzly Adams, maybe the star of the show? It wasn't Denver Powell, maybe. It wasn't Dan Haggerty. It was the bear, the grizzly bear on the life and times of Grizzly Adams. I'm going to give you five seconds to shout it out for me here or tweet at me, 803-816-1170. What was the name of that grizzly bear on the life and times of Grizzly Adams? And give it to me in five, four, three, two, one, and the name of that bear was Ben. <laughs> and how about this? It, it actually started out as a low-budget film. For $140,000, this film in the mid-'70s, The Life and Times of Grizzly Adams, was made with the same Dan Haggerty, Ben, and Denver Powell in it. This, this movie shot for $140,000. It brought in $65 million dollars. The Life and Times of Grizzly Adams. And guess what? NBC NBC in 77 said, you know what? I think we're going to create a series called The Life and Times of Grizzly Adams. And let's put this on TV. And it did. And guess what? In 1977, this thing debuted to a 32% market share. But unfortunately, this show on NBC only ran for two years. And it was a good two years if you like this show that I think you can pick up occasionally out there on some of those antenna type television stations the life and times of grizzly adams that's a blast from the past here on the y'all show unfortunately mr haggerty who died a couple years ago at the age of 74 he was not from the south and we're going to go ahead and claim denver Pyle as a southern since he was from hazard county after all right all right last thing to speaking of 70s tv shows I got to share this gif that somebody shared with me. Picture of Fred G. Sanford on there. And above Fred G. Sanford's picture on Twitter that I saw this week in this gif says, best way to get back on your feet. And a below, below the Fred Sanford picture, miss two car payments. So if you want to get back on your feet, just miss two car payments. And guess what? It's going to be repossessed, whether you're in Watts like Fred G. Sanford or whether you're right here in the South which Fred Sanford was from St. Louis. Both the character there, Fred G. Sanford, was from St. Louis, and the real Fred G. Sanford, which was Red Fox, born in St. Louis in 1922. And actually, Red Fox was a stage name. The actor, actually, his real name is John Elroy Sanford. We lost Red Fox back in 1991 at 68 years old. And Sanford's son, without a doubt, still one of the funniest television shows ever brought. Well, that is the end of Hashtag Hullabaloo. Hope you like that here 
on the Y'all Show. Hey, when we come back after the break, we're going to have our Y'all Street Business Report. We got a special guest, Jennifer D. Dobbs, Executive Director of the Arts Bridge Foundation. That interview is up next. Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Smear a bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. What a day for tennis. You ready to play? Ugh. Is everything all right? This side is pressure. Allegra D knows that allergy congestion can get in the way of enjoying the moment. Uh, go ahead and practice without me. Allegra D helps you break through congestion fast. Allegra D combines a non-drowsy antihistamine plus a powerful decongestant for 24 hours of congestion-free breathing. Whoa, nice volley. How about another set? Only if you go easy on me. <laughs> get Allegra D and get back to the moment. Starts working in one hour. Available at the pharmacy counter. It gets hotter than a hoochie-coochie We laid rubber on the Georgia asphalt We got a little crazy, but we never got caught Down by the river on a Friday night Pyramid of cans in the pale moonlight Talking about cars and dreaming about women Never had a plan, just living for the minute Yeah, way down yonder on the Chattahoochee Never knew how much that muddy water meant to me But I learned how to swim and I learned who I was Back into the Y'all Show on this lovely Monday. It's the show that's all about the South here as we have a profile on Mondays of Southern business and Southern entrepreneurs. And we're going to go to Atlanta now for our next guest. Archbridge Foundation is a very important effort around the Atlanta area and throughout Georgia and border states as they provide quality arts education and community programs that engage, motivate, inspire, and elevate the next generation of artists and arts supporters. And we have the executive director of ArtsBridge Foundation joining us right now via the telephone. It's Jennifer Dobbs, executive director. Hello, Jennifer. Hello. Good to have you here on the Y'all Show. And we're going to learn more about what you have there at ArtsBridge. If you want to go to the website right now, Y'all, and check out what they do, it's artsbridgega.org, A-R-T-S-B-R-I-D-G-E-G-A.org. Jennifer, welcome to Atlanta. Welcome to the South. You are not one of us originally, but you got here as fast as you could. <laughs> That's correct. I've, I've acclimated pretty quickly here. Yeah. Now, your native state is Pennsylvania. Is that right? Yes, sir. Oh. I'm from Erie, Pennsylvania, ah. right up on the lake. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's got to be a lovely place this time of year. I'm not so sure in January, February, how wonderful Erie is. No, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you've acclimated well to Georgia. Uh, what's uh, What's been your most favorite thing of living in the Atlanta area, living in the South since you came South? Um, well, uh, I would say the seven pounds I gained would be from the smothered pork chops I discovered. Uh, and <laughs> you mean they don't have that in Erie? 
No, I came down here and discovered uh, gravy and pork chops, and oh my goodness, I oh, lost it. <laughs> wow. Smothered pork chop. Well, I'll need to research Atlanta when we get off the phone and find out the best places for smothered pork chops around Metro Atlanta. Sounds like a, a, a great thing. Well, you have found yourself working at Arts Bridge Foundation. When did you first show up as the executive director of that group? I started here in May 2017. Okay. So, so. just like two years. All right. Now, just for the, I just kind of spouted off a little bit about the foundation, but what's the Jennifer take on what Arch Bridge actually does throughout Georgia and the South? You know, we provide various forms of arts education, uh, mostly focused on the performing arts, but we add the A in a STEAM educational approach. You know, there's a lot of focus on STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math, but we provide the A, the arts part, and uh, provide a STEAM approach because we feel that it provides a holistic, well-rounded uh, education for students who can't get it in their schools sometimes because a lot of arts education uh, departments no longer exist in a lot of our schools. Okay. Now, you have students really from all grades show up at your place for this effort? Absolutely. K through 12 okay. is our focus, but we have also added um, pre-K, a couple pre-K shows as well. Okay. Well, I looked up your address, and you're part of what's called the Cobb Energy Performing Arts Center. So are you located near the old Galleria, the Cobb Galleria, near what's now SunTrust Park, home of the Atlanta Braves? Oh, absolutely. That's okay. part of uh, sort of the Cobb family, the Cobb Galleria, the Specialty Shop, Cobb Energy Center, and Arts Bridge are all under the same umbrella, okay. but we're the nonprofit educational outreach portion. I, I see. So for those not living in Atlanta, not near Georgia even, this is sort of right on the Fulton-Cobb County border, let's say seven, eight miles north of downtown Atlanta is where you're located with the Cobb Energy Performing Arts Center. That sound about right? That's right. And somewhere right around there, they got pork chops with gravy. <laughs> pork chops with gravy, yes. All right. Well, you've just released the 2019-2020 Arts Bridge Foundation lineup of events and field trips. And you can go to artsbridgega.org slash events for more info on what you got going on. But this sounds like an incredible lineup of field trips planned for this upcoming school year. The Science of Magic, you got that in October. Peter Rabbit Tales and other events going on throughout the rest of the winter into the spring even. If you don't mind, tell me a little bit more about this first event, The Science of Magic, and then some of the other fun stuff planned on these so-called field trips. Absolutely. So we curate our, our, our field trips. Um, which means that we pick them specifically to meet um, uh, a real diverse array of school subjects, age range, um, cultural backgrounds, et cetera, so that we can give students a well-rounded experience and our field trips align with the Georgia Standards of Excellence. Um, so this first one, we're excited. That's going to be the opening of our season, the Science of Magic and um, magician Bill Blagg ties in science using the, the magical art form so that it makes learning fun for the students. 
it's geared towards uh, grades one through six. And um, it's connected to science and dramatic arts theater portions of the Georgia Standards of Excellence. But the rest of the season, we have opera, we have um, Swan Princess from Atlanta Ballet. Um, our partner, Kennesaw State University College of the Arts, puts on uh, a review. We have um, master classes that we offer so students can hone their skills and are taught by Broadway stars. We have family programming um, where we invite uh, families to come and experience the arts together. We have a performing and visual arts college for it's the only in the state and it's free to registrants. And um, we also have our coup de gras, the Georgia High School Musical Theater Awards, and uh, that celebrates excellence in high school theater. That occurs in April, on April 16, 2020, and that's live broadcast across the state of Georgia, and we just won our second Emmy for it. So there you go. Lots to do. We're talking with Jennifer Dobbs today on the Y'all Show, and she is the executive director of Arts Bridge Foundation, based north of Atlanta and covering all of Metro Atlanta, providing a wonderful opportunity for K to 12 students to learn more about the arts. Arts Bridge Foundation programs are supported in part by the Georgia Council for the Arts through the appropriations of the Georgia General Assembly. Georgia Council for the Arts also receives support from its partner agency, the National Endowment for the arts now if you don't live in georgia let's say you're not lucky enough to live right around arts bridge foundation but you want to take part in some of these events jennifer what's the best advice for people who let's say live over in tennessee or in alabama or the carolinas how can they be a part of arts bridge oh tell them to give us a call we actually have uh, uh five four neighboring states uh tennessee florida the carolinas alabama sorry, that's five (laughs) states, Um, we have folks come in to come to our field trip shows, um, but they can call us 770-916-2805. And uh, we certainly will do what we can to assist their participation in our programming. All right. Well, that's a good field, good field trip for that. Plus, you also have something called family programs, including Sesame Street Live and the Elf on the Shelf. Let me know a little bit more about the family programs offered with ArtsBridge. Sure. So these programs are also up for public sale um, through the Cobb Energy Center. But what we do on our end is we go out and partner with community organizations. And we specifically go out to those um, who serve underserved families in our community um, because we know that the challenges uh, for them to enjoy the arts are greater. So we've partnered with organizations such as Boys and Girls Club, Habitat for Humanity, Girls Inc., uh, Big Brothers, Big Sisters, et cetera. And we purchase tickets and we also provide round trip transportation if they need it so that as a family, they can come uh, to a show here and experience the arts together. And Jennifer, as your executive director role there at the Arts Bridge Foundation at the Cobb Energy Performing Arts Center, you, of course, look out over all aspects of the organization. But I got to give you a big add a girl here. 
after you've been on the job for just two years, you've acquired over $500,000 for the organization. I'm sure that number's gone up more than that, but what a great job there. <laughs> Big fundraiser Thank there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, bottom line, um, we, when I came, my first order of business was to conduct an environmental scan and, and uh, enact a strategic planning process. And out of that just came two, two main goals, raise more money and serve more kids. Um, I'm proud of the fact that we serve, you know, nearly uh, 35,000 students every year, but I'd love to get to 50,000 or more because there's a heck of a lot more students out there um, who haven't been exposed to the arts just as an option um, and, and, and just as, uh, you know, a way to be cultured and well-rounded. So, if I can raise more money, I can serve more kids. <laughs> you need kids and you need money, and you can go to artsbridgega.org and help Jennifer do both of those things as you have a Get Involved button there on your website, and you can see more about the programs. You also have something called the Schuler Awards that Artsbridge Foundation is involved in. What is that? Yes, yes. So it's named after Schuler Hensley, who is a Marietta, Georgia native um, who is a Broadway star and was just in the movie The Greatest Showman. Um, but that is entering its 12th year and it celebrates excellence in high school theater. So 75 schools participate. It's a year-round program. And what, what it is is we have adjudicators go out See all of these fabulous shows, and uh, they judge them. And when we get to Shuler Night, um, we give out awards, and there's performances. Um, it's live broadcast on GPB, a major partner. Um, Georgia State University is a partner. They live stream it. There's a red carpet. There's a VIP ceremony. Um, it, it 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 just is an absolutely wonderful event. It's the high school version of the Tony Awards is exactly what it is. So once we go through the evening and we end up with a lead actor and lead actress from the evening, mm -hmm. then they go on to New York City and compete in the National High School Musical Theater Awards in New York City, um, where they can compete for scholarships and other prizes. Um, so we're very proud because our uh, program is a best practice ac across the nation. It is one of the largest, um, uh, one of the most highly regarded programs. So we're very proud of that. All right, wrapping up here with Jennifer Dobbs of ArtsBridge Foundation. Jennifer, this is our business spotlight here on today's Y'all Show. And as a newcomer to the South in the last two years, you've found your way to Atlanta to, to help run the ArtsBridge Foundation. Tell me what your best business advice has been as someone who had to relocate and you got established. What What is it? What's been the thing that's helped you keep going and say, you know, I'm going to see this through. I'm going to raise a half million dollars. I'm going to get more kids. What, what's been that thing within you that's made you do all this? I have been fortunate uh, when I moved down here um, to come across a lot of really good people um, and so I would suggest that if you're relocating, find some folks who have that same passion and fire and desire 
um, and, and who can help navigate, um, you know, your, your, your entry into the, the business sector. As with anywhere, it's always um, who you know. So uh, get a couple good mentors, and that is what really helped me uh, to become successful down here. And I bet you, Jennifer, you're probably not a shy person, are you? <laughs> not at all. I love people. <laughs> okay. Well, that's how you raise half a million dollars. That's how you get more people. That's how you are successful in life. You're not going to be successful sitting around on the sideline. You got to get out there in the fight. And it sounds like that's exactly what you've done at Arts Bridge Foundation. Jennifer D. Dobbs, Executive Director, has been our special guest here on our Y'all Business Spotlight. Thank you very much. And again, go to the website, artsbridgega.org, to learn more about Jennifer's organization. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. More of the Y'all Show will continue after this break. We've got a whole other hour of the show that's all about the South. Stay with us. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CBS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 8282. That's promo code 8282 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. My mother was very familiar with her neighborhood, but one day she stopped at the stop sign and she wasn't even really sure where she was at. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. back for another hour here as we continue this monday edition we've got in just a few minutes the teller of tales from takapoa jerry short joining us for a talk about the new alcohol policy at lsu and that's the first program in the sec that i'm aware of that's jumping full force into this new policy that the sec is allowing the member institutions that is going to be a wild ride in just a few minutes. But we start off this hour of the Y'all Show with John Rawl talking a little golf. And I was in attendance over the weekend at the FedEx St. Jude Classic. That's now a World Golf Championship there at Southwind. And Brooks Kepka, he got a big front nine behind him on Sunday. And he roared to a big victory there, picking up his seventh PGA Tour victory and again, this is a guy that won the PGA Championship earlier this year. He was paired with Rory McIlroy in the final round. And Brooks Kepka, your WGC title winner in Memphis on Sunday, getting a big win. It wasn't even that close in the end as he got a 16-under three-shot victory over Webb Simpson. Webb Simpson had a great day Sunday shooting 64 in his final round as the North Carolinian just couldn't quite keep up with Brooks Kepka, 
and Kepka Best Webb Simpson. Mark Leishman, who has ties to the Tidewater of Virginia, he finished in third at 12 under. John Rahm, the Spaniard, was in seventh place. And I will tell you here on the Y'all Show, I spent probably four hours on Sunday tracking down John Rahm. Why? Because he and I almost have the exact same name. In fact, a buddy of mine, Brian, was kind enough to invite me to this tournament in Memphis on Sunday. And Brian, because he likes to cause problems, he would yell out, John Rawl, whenever John Rahm would be hitting. And uh, occasionally we'd get a stare like, uh, does this guy not know how to pronounce Rom, the Spaniard's name? But, of course, Brian just kept on going, and that's just fine. I actually had a chance to run into John Rom's future mother-in-law. She actually asked me a question out there about how he shot something, and I said, I think you must be connected to John Rom." And sure enough, she's Kelly Cahill's mom, and Kelly Cahill is John's fiance. They're getting married later this year. And here's a touching story. She met John Rahm on her first day and his first day as student athletes at Arizona State University. Cahill is a native of Oregon, and she was a track and field member of the Arizona State Sun Devils. And she met this guy, John Rahm, when he first came to America to play golf for the Arizona State Sun Devils. And they've been together ever since. And that's a pretty sweet story. Again, they're getting married. John Rahm, he just won two weeks ago on the European Tour. He won the Irish Open. And he's won a couple of times on the PGA Tour, a talented, talented golfer. But on Sunday, he finished in seventh position of the tournament in Memphis. But a fun time there. Not quite as hot as I expected there at the WGC FedEx St. Jude Invitational. This tournament here this year got kind of promoted to be sort of a WGC event, which means it was a lot more money at stake. The purse this year in Memphis over $10 million, and Brooks Kepka walks off with the biggest paycheck after he gets the big victory. 16-under is his final score there, winning the FedEx St. Jude Classic in Memphis, Tennessee. Of course, FedEx, this was played right there by their world headquarters, and they put a lot into the whole PGA Tour, thus the reason that they are the big sponsors of this event in their hometown of Memphis. And I got to give another shout out to Brian, who was kind enough to invite me. Brian is a diehard employee of rival UPS. And here's a funny story. So I'm running into an old friend of mine who now works for the Longhorn Network out there on the golf course, who grew up at TPC Southwind in Memphis. His parents still live there on the golf course. And we were talking and Brian started saying something about UPS, how he didn't like FedEx. And this guy that was with my friend from the Longhorn Network he said, wait, wait a minute. He said, you know, I can't really say anything bad about FedEx because my mom is the vice president of like data for FedEx. And they lived right there on the same TPC Southwind course that this event was held. So that was a funny moment out of many funny moments from the WGC FedEx St. Jude Invitational held this past weekend. So congratulations, Brian. You put foot in mouth, but not really. The guy was really cool about it. And it was a fun time there in Memphis at this event. And again, Brian, thank you for the invite. What's the next stop on the PGA Tour? It's the Wyndham Championship in Greensboro, North Carolina at Sedgefield Country Club. Brant Snedeker of Nashville, the Vanderbilt alum, is your defending champ of that. And that is this coming weekend 
on the PGA Tour. All right, here's some NFL news. Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver and former Georgia Bulldog A.J. Green has torn ligaments in his left ankle, and that's likely to sideline him six to eight weeks, a source has told Adam Schefter of ESPN. Green is not expected to be ready for the regular season opener September 8th as the Bengals are at Seattle. But the South Carolinian and Georgia Bulldog, A.J. Green, dealing with a little torn ligament issue right now, kind of setting the wrong foot heading into the start of the NFL season as they're in training camp right now. Now, here is a guy for the Alabama Crimson Tide, Yabi Anoma. He entered the NCAA transfer portal for the second time this offseason, and he did this on Sunday. And Anoma is an outside linebacker for Nick Saban's program, a six foot five, two hundred and fifty-two pound former five-star prospect from Maryland, and he was not enrolled in Alabama's the University of Alabama classes as of last week. And the Crimson Tide start practice later this week. He earned a spot on the SEC All-Freshman team last season when he appeared in 12 games and registered two tackles for loss. But he appears to be leaving the program for Crimson Tide fans. You can scratch him off your roster, it appears. All right, finally, some sports news from the NASCAR front here. As Denny Hamlin had enough speed in his Toyota and he pulled out the victory on Sunday at Pocono Raceway, his fifth at the Trioval Track which is in Pennsylvania, and that was a big win for the 38-year-old Denny Hamlin as he got his fifth win there at Pocono. Now, at that same racetrack, i got to tell you about this, a native Floridian who is also, in addition to being a racer, he's literally a watermelon farmer from Florida, and Ross Chastain won at Pocono for the third win of the season on the NASCAR Gander Outdoor Truck Series. And guess what? When you're a watermelon farmer from Florida and you win a race on the NASCAR Gander Outdoor Truck Series, what do you think you do? What do you do when you win? Well, you go out there and you hold a big old watermelon and you celebrate there. Your win hit Pocono. And he did just that there in this big victory for him. It's probably not hard to hold up a watermelon. It probably is hard to hold up a watermelon after you've been racing for this time and he gets the big win and gets the big watermelon over his head oh by the way what's this guy's nickname the racer ross chastain from florida he's called watermelon man and that's very appropriate here as he gets the big win this time on the gander outdoor truck series of nascar he's climbed to 18th in the standings of this particular truck series so kudos watermelon man I need to play that Tracy Bird song. (laughs) Well, that will wrap up our sports recap of the weekend here on The Y'all Show. When we come back, we still are going to talk a little sports, but we're going to talk about sports and alcohol as LSU is introducing alcohol at Tiger Stadium here in about a month. And we're going to kind of get you ready for that with our teller of tales from Takapola. Jerry Short's coming on, and he's got something to say about that, y'all. You don't want to miss out on the fun. This is y'all. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. (sighs) 
For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CBS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 8282. That's promo code 8282 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. We have reached that special time of week here on the Y'all Show where we bring on the teller of tales from Takapola. This is Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent with your host, John Rawl, and we've got that teller ready to go right now. Welcome back, Jerry Short. Hello, Jerry. What about it, John? What you got going on good? Well, I don't have a whole lot. That's why we got to go to Takapola and get you things find out what's happening because i know in Takapola everything just works perfectly right yeah over at our university things are going good they're, they're gonna let us sell uh alcoholic beverages this year i think at university of Takapola? <clears throat> that's great yeah i believe they are i believe they're gonna let us bring in the moonshine and corn whiskey and whatever else we got and, and sell it for the fans it's your so Trying to make a little extra money in that. Oh, I understand. Well, Jerry, unfortunately, the University of Takapola has got some competition from those Tigers, as we reported here on the Y'all Show last week, LSU. I think you've probably been to a few LSU games at Tiger Stadium. Yeah, long, skinny, and ugly, LSU. That yeah, might I, be the same I one. Know, I, know, I know a little bit about it. I, know, I thought they'd been selling doggone whiskey ever since the beginning of time the state times i've been in that stadium and uh that goes way back uh, 59 game you're talking it, lsu uh, you're saying that you've seen alcohol and whiskey in tiger stadium in the past well i've been hit with bottles i've had it poured on me i had my daddy-in-law's glasses knocked off with uh, a glass full of it so uh 
Yes, I have definitely seen some. Of course, I can't say I hadn't seen it in other stadiums either. So, but not to the extent of uh, Baton Rouge at yeah. LSU. They, I think they got the market corner. You know, when I was doing that uh, sports stuff uh, for a newspaper, <clears throat> go to the press box after the game, and they'd pass out beer to you. Baton Rouge, LSU. Media relations people for LSU. Yes, sir. I've sat there. They come by, break out the beer. Game's over with. They're clearing the stadium. Everybody get a drink. And uh, or some of those reporters, I think, from the New Orleans area and around Lafayette and around it, had knocked down a six-pack before they got their story out. And now yeah. I know as a guy who's tuned in on, what is it, WWL in New Orleans, they're, yeah, they're, they're on oftentimes for hours on 870 WWL, and now I know maybe part of the reason they stay on after hours after a football game because they're, keep them going. they're getting the ammunition to keep going. They got it. They got it. I guarantee you. It's in the, if it's been in the press box all that long, you know, that's what's uh, left over, I guess, and it's in cases. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't knock them because if I was a beer drinker or something, I would – like the beer drinkers, they thanked them, you know, immensely. But uh, I'd ask for a Coke, and they would think I was rather a sissy from Mississippi or something. Mm. <laughs> but and since I didn't drink, and I know that does sound crazy, since everybody does. You, you and President it. Trump, y'all have that in common. I guess that's one the one thing, yeah, besides me liking it, uh, the one thing that we really got in common is we neither one of us drink uh I can't say I didn't when I was 18, just a little bit when you break out, you know. But uh, this part of the world, nothing was legal. So, uh, you know, it was, it's been legal in uh, Louisiana and those places, South Mississippi, even for gosh dog decades and decades and decades. So. But now they're going to sell it at stadiums, right? Well, the SEC, when they got together in Destin back in May, they announced that starting this football season, if you wanted to, you could sell alcohol in your stadium, not just for football, but we're talking all sports. And to my knowledge, only LSU, that would be Louisiana State University and right. A&M College, I believe is their official name. I believe they're the, they're the only college in the SEC that's officially said, okay, we're ready to go this year. A lot of schools yeah, are kind of pu- pushing it off. Some schools have even hinted that they're not going to – make this a policy ever at least for the foreseeable future but lsu's like yeah we're ready let's go and they've come up with their new beverage policy jerry if you don't mind i'll go over a few of these things and you can tell me if this is going to work out or not at tiger stadium you ready okay from the lsu athletics office the lsu athletics policy and code of conduct for sale of alcohol beverage okay the alcoholic beverage policy the possession or consumption of alcohol not sold in the venue is expressly prohibited. Jerry, don't be oh, yes. toting it's in any right. any beer underneath your armpit, okay? Yeah, they're going to search as you go in, right? Okay. Evidently so. All right. Okay. So don't bring right. in outside alcohol. They want to make that money okay. for themselves, okay? Okay. Just beer, a wine maybe? I'll get to all that. Hang on. Oh, okay. Go ahead. No more than two alcoholic beverages may be purchased per transaction. Oh, transaction. So you can't go there and order it for the whole section. You can only get two, according to the official LSU alcoholic beverage policy. 
But if you took four people with you and they didn't drink, you could walk away with four. I got you. Well, There's always a way around. All per stuff, per yeah. person, they're saying if yeah. you when you're in line and you're paying, you can only get two alcoholic beverages. That's all. That's what I mean. You could yeah. your buddy that didn't drink like me. Yeah, I could fall in line behind uh, you. And I could buy two, and you'd have four. You got, got it. You. That's right. Man, you're smart. They're smart there in Takapola. Well, we went, yeah, I told you, they were ready to roll. You know, we've got some curriculum that's really hard to beat, but go ahead. All right, next up. Alcoholic beverages must be poured into a cup. Cup. It says, go Tigers. <laughs> on it, right? Maybe okay. they could go cheap and just have a solo cup, but I, I bet you – I bet you these drinks, first of all, are not going to be cheap. One thing I didn't get released here from the LSU Athletics Department was their price list. But it, it's not Uh-oh. going to be a, an inexpensive purchase. You're going to spend at least five, ten, maybe even higher for a beer at Tiger Stadium for all you Bayou Bengal fans. Okay, so yeah, they're going to pour guess. it into a cup. I guess that's good uh, news in case people like you in the old days got hit with beer bottles down below. Yeah, now you won't have that problem. They just put. They'll just pour it on your head down below. Right. <laughs> a valid ID is required for each transaction. Like the same ones they use in town and around yeah. campus. Right? I, I guess if you're walking in there and you're about to turn 100 and it's yeah. very obvious they, they're not going yeah. to sell it to you, you got to have a valid ID required right. for each transaction. Or if you're 18 and your ID says you're 21, they'll sell it to you. I got you. That could be true, too. Okay. Alcohol will not be served to fans who are visibly intoxicated. Now, so you got to they've got to train a crew that's selling this stuff. Then, <laughs> who's uh, intoxicated and who's not? Yeah, to be able to see if you're intoxicated or you're not. I got you. Uh, now, what are the signs? One's intoxicated. I guess falling down. Yeah, falling, falling down, down would be one. Rain. I guess barfing would be Slurring. another. Slurred speech. You did some profanity. Oh, probably. but that's common there, right, on game day? You're right. Yeah, right. And, and maybe having a uh, corn dog in one hand. Yeah. Uh, okay. okay. Well, one, one thing, and I'll tell you this, uh, I think it's improved, Jerry, but my brother one time when we were growing up got stopped by the cops for being impaired while driving, and he had not been, mm. he'd not been drinking. What happened to him is what happens to a lot of us, and – and, I, and I've got a more modern story to tell you also, but he got pulled over after he and a bunch of high school buddies had been out skiing on the lake in high school, and yeah. he got water in his eyes. And a lot of people, especially in chlorine situations, your eyes become bloody right. and blurry. Right, and so uh, they, they let him go. Obviously, they didn't have anything, but that's what the, yeah. the cop thought he got this kid for drinking when been the only yeah, thing – Go ahead. I said, and the only thing that re- only sign of drinking was the fact that he had bloodshot eyes. And that's something. But and I'm, I get those too. <laughs> yeah, always a story behind something, but this is just real quick. I had my son standing up beside me back before seatbelts and all, and he was in, the, in in my pickup, and I was drinking a Orange Crush soda, and the cop pulled us over in a town. And God made me get out and told me I shouldn't be drinking in front of my son. That he knew that was some kind of drink in there. And I had to dang pour it out. So uh, as things go around, what goes around comes around, I guess, huh? (laughs) 
<laughs> I hate that had to happen to you, and hopefully you didn't spend a lot of money on that orange crush. I think they were about ten cents then. Okay, in a bottle at that time, I guess. Yeah, a bottle, right? It was yeah. a bottle. Well, here yeah. recently, Jerry, earlier this month, I went in and got a new pair of contact lenses. I had an eye doctor's appointment, and they switched me to a different type. And at least for the first two or three days of wearing this thing. I looked like I was drunk. I had kind of the bloodshot eyes. I think my right, eyes, right, I'm not a good right. judge of how my eyes look, but I think right. most people now think I look normal. But for about two or three days, I had glazed over looking eyes. And you're like, man, that guy's either drunk or stoned. <laughs> yeah, I know, that. I know that. And, then, you know, the LSU people, they can get high on football. Even <laughs> you know? Well, I, I don't so. blame them with Kojo and Toe. They've they got a lot to be high about. The last issue of their policy says alcohol sales will end at the conclusion of the third quarter of the game for football. So third quarter. No fourth quarter sales of alcohol or if LSU goes into a seven overtime game, the alcohol sales will have come to an end. It's like the last call for alcohol at uh Eleven forty-five, right? In this case, at the end of the third quarter, which I think, yeah. again, I haven't been to an LSU game in Tiger Stadium. I think there's some kind of tradition they do going into the fourth quarter with the band or something like that. Yeah, uh, man, rocking. I know neck neck is a, a a tune that they've been playing here in the last couple of years. It's a little con- controversial, but I know that that might be a signal there to the alcohol salespeople. Hey, we got to stop <laughs> selling that stuff. But stop, stop now. Yeah, that's the shop sign. Yeah, but that's uh, the alcoholic beverage policy from LSU. But they also, when they put this out last week, Jerry, they also released a code of conduct, and you need to be paying close attention, Jerry, because I know you want to yeah, put on your purple. I know you want to look like those purple and gold pimps and <coughs> oh, go yeah, into no, Death I'm Valley. <laughs> go ahead. All right, code of conduct: Stadium personnel and law enforcement will monitor fan behavior ejection without refund arrest or refusal of sale or consumption of alcohol could result for reasons not limited to and are you ready for this i'm trying unruly disruptive or illegal behavior i know none of those you've never done at tiger stadium no uh i have been in a quite a few rumbles down there that would have fit that description though and uh i've boy I mean, they're taking the fun out of if they would do that, which yeah. I don't expect them to. But if they would do all that, it takes all the fun from an LSU fan because <laughs> they go there for a party and to do that. Yeah. If they're winning, if they're losing, they exit in the early. Okay. Well, again, <laughs> no unruly, disruptive, or illegal behavior of those three items. How many are have you been guilty of? All of them. Plus some, it's not listed. Okay. Well, I still got a few more on the code of conduct to they go over. They carried me to the dispensary one time, and they had to, after being hit with a whiskey bottle from above, and they had to had to fight their way through LSU fans to get me to the dispensary. And the woman, as she taped, as she taped one eye shut, she said, "I can't believe this happened in Tiger Stadium." And this is this is before alcohol sales, so. I can't imagine what's coming, but go ahead. All right. Well, and you said, yeah, it happened here. Yeah, I said it definitely happened here. She wanted to close the other one, but I had to drive. 
I believe that was the particular game. Perhaps you took on about a dozen LSU fans by yourself? Unfortunately, I did. And they took me on, I guess, would be the final blow. But uh, that was that one, that was that uh, four second ball game in, in 72. Uh, it was very interesting. And you got the living daylights knocked out of you, it sounds like. I was not recognizable for uh, probably a month. And they said, while we've got him down, let's kill him. (laughs) And that got me up off of the ground some kind of way, and I fell out on the field. What what part of the field are we talking about here? Where the visiting team exits and the students, Ole Miss, at that time, Ole Miss students exit. Okay, so this would have been in the end zone down at that point. End zone, yeah, that's in that uh, famous end zone where Burt Jones hit uh, Davis with the two-point conversion and okay. they had i could go on all day about that well we don't want you to have to relive it but no i'm, I'm thinking about I'm reliving it in internally right now but after a game that went down for a loss for you you're already mad and then you get in a fight with 12 lsu fans who were pretty jubilant the tigers won yeah, a game they were they, they were fired up and uh and i was fired up in a different type but you brought that on yourself why were you the only called them i I called them a few names okay but i was hit with the whiskey bottle from the row above from the section above the student section i wasn't i was in the student section but i wasn't a student i was older and uh i was hit with the whiskey bottle and then i turned around and uh it was a beer bottle or something on the uh steps i picked it up and threw it up in the top and told that guy to meet me down on the field, and he did. <laughs> and, 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 but I, I, I can't imagine it like happened instantly. It probably took a couple of minutes for the guy to work it his did. way. It took a long time to work his way down there, and I was running my mouth too much uh, with some bad Cajun lingo, and uh, <laughs> I was pretty familiar with. And when he got down there, I hit him, and and uh, then they came to me like a swarm of bees. And uh, I, they had me down, and it, I can't tell you all all the stuff they did to me. But well, you've been they, in a few fights in your life. Was that the worst you've ever been beat up? Uh, third or fourth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Only the third or fourth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I, you know, I've never been just stacked, beat up by one or two people. It's usually we're talking with jerry short aka lazarus here today on the y'all show (laughs) and at some point on the y'all show we'll get his reliving of these other skirmishes he's been involved in but right now we're kind of sticking with what's happened at tiger state death valley on the campus of lsu as they've released this new alcohol policy they're going to actually legally sell it in the stadium now and jerry as he's reliving with us has been the victim of past bad behavior inside tiger stadium when it was not even legal to have alcohol right and you know and caused by alcohol too a lot of it and and, uh if you look at the effect of this thing after they sell it and forget the third quarter stuff they already been drinking all day, and then they drink. Then they drink for three quarters in the stadium, and you got a guy that's pretty well lit up. And and what's going to happen outside that stadium? I've seen so much stuff happen outside that stadium. What's going to happen with cars and wrecks? And they're going to have to hire. They're going to have to hire 
more people to direct traffic and control people than you can imagine. Uh, if you can drink, well, you drink, they drink in the stadium anyway. And you know, they ain't kidding yourself. Right. But, and not just you know, at LSU, of course. But, yeah, but no, we're picking I on mean, LSU. We're picking on Ole LSU Miss. because you have the direct connection of Look, having I, battles here. I, I sold Cokes in the stadium at Oxford at Ole Miss in 55 when I'm 11 years old. And it smelled like you were in the doggone Jack Daniels refined, uh, whiskey still, Hillary. And uh, I remember coming down the aisle one time, and this woman said, oh, young man, young man. And I, yes, ma'am. You want a Coke? And she said, no, I just want a cup of ice. And I said, a cup of ice? You don't want a Coke? No, just a cup of ice. She gave me a $5 bill in 1955. Golly. And I know it's like somebody giving you a $50 today. And she took the ice and poured solid whiskey in the thing. And, uh, you know, they split it up down the aisle with her husband and another couple. And they was just saying, drinking solid whiskey. And mm. you walk up and down as a kid, you walk up and down selling Cokes. Then in the 50s, and it's been in the stadium, and everybody had a fear. You know? Well, that's one thing girl, that really really hasn't uh, changed. No, that didn't change it. You bring them over from the Grove at Ole Miss and sell them some more. Uh, now, I think Mississippi's got a unique law, I believe, that uh, you can't sell a, any alcoholic beverage on any school, even colleges, on the school proper. However, Ole Miss is a, a label. I don't know how they get labeled. But they're labeled like a resort. A resort status. That's right. And they can they can get around it there. But Mississippi State is not. Yeah. And, uh, I, I don't know what they would do. to. Get, I don't know what you have to do to get to be uh, labeled as a resort status. I'm not know. sure. But talking about LSU here primarily today, since they're okay. the ones that are raising their hand and say, hey, we'll sell it there this year. Jerry, believe it or not, we've still got a couple more items on the code of conduct to be able to buy LSU oh, at please. LSU beer and alcohol and other fun it's things. It's going to take a lot of people checking it to yeah. where they sit. And we've got more of these items on the Code of Conduct to go over. So if you've got your season tickets and you're ready for those Bayou Bengals to tee it off, well, might want to listen up to some of these other bullet points from the Code of Conduct, and we'll share that with you. Plus, we'll find out what else is going on in Takapola with Jerry Short when we come back after this break. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252.
Welcome back to the final segment on this Monday edition of the show that's all about the South. And we're talking about LSU last week officially announcing the fact that they're going to allow beer sales in Tiger Stadium. So when you go put on your purple and gold this fall and you enter Death Valley, you can have an alcoholic beverage legally. And the athletic director, Scott Woodward, put a release out last week outlining the sale of alcohol they'll have domestic and imported beer as well as red and white wines at most concession stands inside tiger stadium in the previous segment we kind of went over the policy on the sale of alcoholic beverages at lsu and we're still going through the code of conduct as stadium personnel and law enforcement will monitor fan behavior ejection without refund arrest or refusal of sale or consumption of alcohol could result for reasons not limited to all right, so listen up. You could get kicked out of Tiger Stadium for any of the following reasons. Unruly, disruptive, or illegal behavior. Jerry Short, already guilty of all three of those, although it's been a, a few yeah. years back. But still, yeah, a few, yeah. if LSU, if you're listening, keep this guy out of your stadium. <laughs> I think I've already been uh, told that by letter from an attorney. Okay, <laughs> but also... Jerry, going back to your previous big battle, you versus 12 others, I think you're going to tell me those 12 guys had been drinking and you hadn't been drinking when you got into a bloody fight. I hadn't, I, you're right. I hadn't drank a drop. And, uh, you know, I, I never have uh, done that. At a, I don't think at a ball game or anywhere, like, you know, any kind of a function uh, that I would drink, you know, maybe a toast at a wedding or something. But uh, other than that, I, I just – Luckily, I don't really like the taste of beer. Let's just put it. I understand. Way. So, and back in 1972, so, you don't even have vaping as an excuse of how you acted. No, that's right. It was just uh, I was high on uh, football, the ball game yeah. at the time. High and on those all, Johnny Rebs. Yeah, and the LSU yeah, back when it was the Rebels, you know, yeah. and uh, back when it was worth fighting for. I'm not going to take any. I'm not going to take any licks for a land shark. I understand. <laughs> Another rule in the code of conduct. Giving alcoholic beverages to a minor, that's kind of a no-brainer there. That's a, yeah, it's, it's, but I mean, what you do, follow them around and it's, it's, but go ahead. Well, that, that one's pretty self-explanatory. The next is yeah. public intoxication or impairment. Again, who gets to oh judge and who gets to determine when you're publicly intoxicated? That's what I'm saying. They're going to be leading you to the, if they lead you to the gate, which I don't believe they'll ever do at Baton Rouge, but if, if they leading you to the gate, who's going to, there's going to be someone there to inject you, like a policeman's pulled you over to see what the content of your alcohol is. You know, I, no way. Anyway, go ahead. All right. This one, I know you're innocent of this one. Abusive or offensive language or gestures? Uh, no, I hadn't. Uh, I probably said to go to Hades, LSU a million times, just, you know, stuff like that, but nothing. With profanity. This day and time, it's hard to even know what the definition of profanity is. Mm. You can, you know. So how are they going to, you know, monitor that? When you're back in Tiger Stadium, you better not do that land shark gesture because that that could be considered abusive or offensive, and you could get thrown out. That'd be showing no respect, right? Well, I think so. That's against the code of conduct at Death Valley. Mm. And Jerry, there's another one that you're definitely innocent of: throwing of any objects. Oh, uh, no, I don't think I've ever thrown anything except a 
fist, and it probably missed. Now, you said you threw a beer bottle, I think, didn't you? Oh, that thing back up in the stadium. <laughs> oh, yeah, just a yeah. simple beer bottle. Yeah, yeah no big <clears throat> deal. I mean, but they, you know, it was, it was, that was uh, in uh, retaliation. Ah. <laughs> and your beer bottle went right to the intended target. It didn't hit an innocent I child. <laughs> no, I, I don't think they had any children in that crowd. It was the way okay. they were acting. Goodness gracious. If right. they did, I feel sorry for them. Here's another key part of the code of conduct. Failure to follow stadium and or law enforcement personnel instruction. I know you've always listened to what the cops have told you to do. If we get into my career as uh, what I've done, that would be another. Uh, a career being a hellion? Is that what you're talking about? <clears throat> well, cops in Memphis at uh, Liberty Bowl. Uh, well, that's we'll save that know, one for a always, Didn't always do what they said. But uh-huh. anyway. And I love this one that opens it up for all kinds of interpretation. Any other conduct deemed inappropriate by stadium personnel or law enforcement? My goodness. I mean, it is no way they are going to be able to enforce all these things. Now, this is all part of the new policy at LSU where they've announced alcoholic beverages, beer, and red and white wine available for sale starting during the 2019 LSU football season. And if it wasn't for money, I mean, that that, that would hurt the uh, fan base mm-hmm. because the fan base would be too restricted to do it at a ball game like they've done for 40 years down there, 50 years, 60 years. You know, it, it, that that's that's uh, that's my – I don't know. That's very, pretty tough. Yeah. Well, uh, in case uh, we're wanting to find out how this all works out, the Tigers begin their 2019 home schedule against the Georgia Southern Eagles. That's going to be August 31st. And that'll be in Tiger Stadium, set for a 6.30 Baton Rouge time kickoff, Tigers and Eagles. And then they go to Austin for a game against Texas September 7th. They're back home against those de- uh, demons. The Northwestern State Demons come to Baton Rouge for a game on mm. September 14th. That's Coach O's alma mater. I know. Let's see, they won't test this uh, new rule and this, uh, all, all these regulations until looks like end of uh, Late October, before they have a game there that would uh, bring it out like that. Well, they got Auburn coming in October 26th. That's about when it'd be. They got road games in October against the Alabama Crimson Tide and those Mississippi Sharks. And then they wrap up their schedule at home with games against Arkansas and Texas A&M in late November. Well, they go to Mississippi State. Mississippi State is at Davis Wade Stadium this year. Okay, okay. So, uh, but they're the only one out of the uh, fourteen that's going to uh, that I've heard of that I that so far that have officially said we're ready starting here in twenty nineteen. So they'll be the the I guess the the, the dummies d u m m i e s. We'll find out how well it works, and if they're the if they pull it off, then I think you'll see a lot more schools jump ahead and try to do this next well, year. Well, what about these other conferences? Don't they? Uh, isn't it about half the schools sell alcohol already, don't they? A lot do, yes. But it's something special yeah. about Tiger Stadium and alcohol. <laughs> oh, gosh. And, and night games, you know, goodness gracious, it's more than special. It's something you better have your armor on when you go. <laughs> and, and be prepared for anything. So, But if LSU's gonna, losing, the fans clear out of there, right? Now, they do. I was there with my wife, who was from South Louisiana, and 
Ole Miss was beating them in 66, something like 16 to nothing. And they were leaving, and she's from South Louisiana, and she was crying. And and uh, the priest that married us, uh, we were coming out, and we would come up to, uh, to the uh, landing there to go out. He, he said, my dear, why are you crying? And she said, oh, I feel so sorry for these LSU fans. They've all left, and they found it. He said, have you ever seen them win? He said, it's a whole different world when they win. And he knew, you know, everybody knows. And uh, it's a different place. It's not another place. I probably, John, I, you know, I've been in every SEC stadium in the press box and on the field and been in all over the country in bowl games and stuff. And, and uh, it's nothing like it down there. It's its its, it's, its own unique self to people. They talk it year round, and when Ole Miss and LSU were rivals, you could be at a club or something in the summer, and when the band would go to break, they would start uh, chanting "Go to Hades, Ole Miss," you know. Mm. And uh, it, it was unbelievable the way they just never turned it loose. It's year round stuff, you know. Well, then they got good in baseball and got a little. Well, are they going to just? It's just football, right? For this alcohol? No, it's for every sport. It's for baseball and yeah. Yeah. basketball. I, I can have it for gymnastics. I mean, it's it's not just for football. It's not can restricted be for, to just football. No. So that means then that they'll roll right on over to basketball and yeah. sell it. Now you can get you can get hammered at Rupp Arena watching the Kentucky Wildcats if Kentucky allows that. You can do anything. But you know, Rupp Arena, is, you, know, you walk into bars right there on the uh, concourse. Mm-hmm. They're connected, and uh, it's, a, it's a shopping mall connected to Rupp Arena. You walk right out from a bar into the into the Rupp Arena itself. So, uh, you know, they're, they're set up to go ahead and start anytime they want to. They are, mm-hmm. and it should make what probably was going to be an exciting football season, at least in Death Valley and at other college stadiums where it's already kind of up and going even more exciting and a reminder we're less than one month away from the start of college football as the florida Hard gators which yeah. the gators and the tigers of lsu will be getting together since they're cross-divisional rivals they'll be getting together in death valley this year in september but lsu ready for the 2019 season with coach ed orgeron and of course all of our college teams are getting uh, Go pro- Joe. probably getting ready here in a couple of days to suit up and start practicing it is oh, here. they are. I mean, they're they're ready. And somebody showed me their new their new indoor practice, uh, not indoor practice, sorry, their new uh, locker rooms and all. Mm-hmm. I think they spent twenty eight million dollars on. And they got places like for their players to take naps. Pretty, pretty, yeah. They pull out like beds and yeah. all, and storage underneath them. And my gosh, it's just. They, I mean, it's a way of life with them down there, and and they live it year round and. What amazes me so much is so far up to Shreveport, or if you went to Louisiana Tech, you're a you're a uh, LSU fan. Mm-hmm. If you went to any other school in that state, you're an LSU fan, and it's not that way in other states. I bet if you go to South Carolina, your home state, I bet you the uh, Gamecocks and and the Tigers from Clemson, I bet they're not all. Uh, together on every everything no like louisiana and alabama and auburn's not no and old miss and states not now arkansas is alone you know but uh 
they don't they don't i don't know why they don't do anything with arkansas state but they don't but anyway yeah it's it's a different world and i've been in a lot of a lot of scrimmages down there so. yeah. scrimmages anyway. and skirmishes so yeah I, really and full battle sometimes too. yeah jerry short i'm looking forward to seeing you back in tiger stadium and i'll buy you a orange crush when we're there together Orange Crush works for me. Yeah, that, those are pretty good drinks. It probably cost us a fortune in there, though, because obviously everything you read me, it's all about money. Money's a and, big part, no doubt about it. Yeah, I mean, and I think attendance has been dropping off and all over. Uh, that's true. That's true. You know, and they're trying to figure a way now, to, a gimmick to pull some more money back in, I think. And uh, I think I read – where they sell alcoholic beverages at uh, Wake Forest, not Wake Forest, is one of the uh, Virginia Tech or someplace like that. And their first year they did that, they cleared seven hundred fifty thousand dollars, and that's not in the SEC. So if you was in the SEC, you can multiply that by ten, probably. Yeah. You know. So anyway. Well. Anyway, yeah. you feel you you enlightened me to a lot. Yeah, and hopefully our audience is ready to to either go protest LSU for going out here on a limb and doing this, or maybe they're ready to buy season tickets. I'm not sure. Well, you know, it may work. You've been doing it in the pros from the beginning, from probably the 30s and 40s. They sold it after after alcohol was legal again. They've sold it in the pros forever. And uh, so it's – I just worry about the consequences of what – if you're drinking a lot, but they drink a lot anyway, so it's kind of a misnomer that I'm even mentioning that. So yes, sir. Ahead. Jerry Shorts, Takapola's own, and we thank you for enlightening us on all of your skirmishes and all your fun inside well, not quite Tiger, all of Tiger Stadium. <laughs> you're our expert there on LSU athletics and Tigers again and Georgia Southern kick off the season. Go Tigers! Labor Day weekend. <laughs> Jerry, have a good rest of your week, and go okay. Tigers. All right, man. You too. Let me hear it. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. (laughs) Well, we got to go, and we will be right back here on the Tuesday Y'all Show. We will have the barbecue barrister back on with us. He's got a special assignment that we'll share with you. He's going to let you know about all the different types of meat available at your local butcher. And a lot of those can find their way to your grill. So that'll be a delicious discussion coming up on the Tuesday, y'all. Plus, we'll have a political report. Howie Morgan's going to be back on with us. Howie is a Southern political pundit, and he's going to come on to specifically talk about the governor's races going on right now in the states of Mississippi and Kentucky and a little Louisiana talk as well. Right now, Decision 2019 in the states of Kentucky, Louisiana, and in Mississippi. And we'll have all that on the Tuesday Y'all Show. You do not want to miss it. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Have a great rest of y'all's day. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. 
I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant, and I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252.